Joe Biden keeps showing us how important we Americans are. The U.S. law enforcement is buying what from who? And you know something? It's about freaking time. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. This might be a little longer. I thought it was going to be actually shorter. Uh, but nope, that's not going to end up happening. So Joe Biden is putting Americans last again. Right now we have 200,000 people coming over the border illegally, about 150,000 Afghans that we somehow need to process into this country and somehow do background checks on these people um, to figure out who they are. We are in the middle of a stagnant economy and our spending is out of control. So what does Joe Biden want to do? He wants the State Department to increase immigration of refugees from 62,500 to 125,000. We are looking at over 2 million illegal aliens entering the border, and they're just letting them in. Mind you, those illegal aliens aren't Cubans. They don't want any Cubans. They don't want any Venezuelans. They just want Mexicans, Haitians... Guatemalans, Hondurans, El Salvadorians, because they think they'll vote Democrat. Let's call it what it is. The Biden administration said in a statement, quote, a robust refugee admissions program is critical to U.S. foreign policy interests and national security objectives and is a reflection of the core American values. The United States has long been a global leader in refugee resettlement. The U.S. Refugee Admissions Program, USRAP, reflects our tradition as a nation that has long welcomed immigrants and refugees. It is important, enduring, and ongoing expression of our commitment to international humanitarian principles and reflects the best of America's values and compassions. What about those same values and compassion to the people who actually already live in this country legally, citizens, green card holders. What about the citizens here? We have a drug problem, a homeless problem, a mental health problem. We have a crime problem. Maybe the Biden administration should be more worried about the people here first. Maybe he should be removing the plank from America's eye before worrying about the splinter in the eyes of other countries. Mind you, the administration is going to be picky. They're not going to, again, they're not going to take people from Cuba or Venezuela. Those people have lived under communism and socialism, and they're going to vote Republican because guess what they don't want? Communism and socialism. They only want the people who will vote Democratic. But it's worse. These illegals and refugees don't even need to be put under the same mandates or laws that American citizens are under. Now understand something. Illegal aliens, illegal aliens are illegal by definition. They are breaking the law by coming to this country. And if you are in this country legally and you break the law, you are supposed to be deported. These people, by being in the country, are breaking the law. But it gets worse. So we have to wear masks, social distance, be tested, or be vaccinated so that we can, like, go to work? Here's Peter Ducey trying to get an answer 
about what do illegal aliens need to do to come into the country. The question about what's going on at the border, is somebody asking the foreign nationals who are walking into Del Rio, Texas and setting up camps on this side of the border for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test? Well, first of all, I can re, re, I can readdress for you or re-talk re you through what that steps is, we that take. That's the policy for people who fly into the country. So if somebody walks into the country right across the river, does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card? Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. As individuals, as individuals come across the border, uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't think it's but the same here. thing. The it's difference? not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on Title 42 specifically because of COVID, because we want to prevent a scenario where large numbers of people are gathering, posing a threat to the community and also to the migrants themselves. So those are the policies that we put in place um, in large part because, again, the CDC continues to recommend Title 42 be in place given we're facing a global pandemic. Where's the vice president on any of this? Isn't she supposed to be addressing the root causes of migration? Absolutely. What? Where are they going? Do you think these people just decided to take a thousand mile walk in 120 degree heat uh, for a quick visit? That they're not going to be here after this whole thing? Is she kidding? I mean, some of these people actually came up from Brazil, Guatemala, Honduras, Colombia. This, these people were, did not come on a boat towards, uh, towards um, the United States from Haiti. They didn't. They absolutely did not. This was the most idiotic answer I could ever hear. And the Biden administration is in trouble because they're really having a hard time answering any of these questions. And so the media, who is obviously in bed with the Biden administration, has decided to try another narrative. One of the dumber stories of the week involved the Border Patrol on horseback being accused of beating Haitian illegal aliens. And they're illegal aliens because they're breaking our laws by coming our, over the border illegally with whips and lassos. What happened is this, that it's really hot in Del Rio. Texas, where all the illegal Haitians who are here illegally breaking our laws are being housed under a bridge in Del Rio. In order to get water and ice, the illegal aliens are crossing back into Mexico, buying the ice and water, and then crossing the river back into the United States. Again, illegally. At the U.S. end of the river, Border Patrol on horses were seen preventing illegal aliens, who, by the way, are illegal from coming back over the border. In the pictures, because there's no real video, the videos actually show what everyone already knows, um, it shows the Border Patrol holding leather straps and waving those straps in the air as they're trying to block illegal aliens, who, by the way, are illegal and breaking our laws. 
Now, why do I keep saying this? Because we seem to forget that these are illegal aliens. Now, that's not saying I am condoning beating illegal aliens, who are illegally in this country, by the way, uh, with leather straps or lassos. But let's listen to Kamala Harris because she had some insight. Well, she didn't have any insight. She doesn't know what is going on. Let's listen to Kamala Harris. What I saw depicted about um, those individuals on horseback treating human beings the way they were is horrible. And um, I fully support what is happening right now, which is a thorough investigation into exactly what is going on there. Um, but human beings should never be treated that way. And I'm deeply troubled about it. The whole point is that we have to understand Haiti. I mean, talk about a country that has just experienced so much uh, tragedy that has been about natural disasters that the head of state assassinated. And we really have to do a lot more to recognize that as a member of the Western Hemisphere, we've got to support some very basic needs that the people of Haiti have to get back up. Okay, a couple of problems with this whole thing. First off, she didn't see anything. There was no video. The videos that were released show the Border Patrol never touched the illegal aliens. Who are in the country illegally, by the way? And they were never touched by straps. The leather straps were not whips or lassos. They were reins for their horses. Connected to their horses. The waving of the reins is a common method used to get the horse to change direction quickly. And essentially, they were getting the horse to change direction quickly to prevent the illegal aliens who are in this country illegally from illegally coming into this country. That's what happened. Now, I've ridden horses for years, and I've done a lot of Western horse riding. I didn't do any of that dressage crap. I know what they were doing. I recognize the signals. The when, the when they wave the strap in the air, what they're doing is they're alerting the horse, don't go this way. It's like a wall when you wave the strap. And the horse, you'll notice, if you watch the videos, changes direction. That's what it's for. What's disgusting? And Kamala Harris is just an evil person. And anyone who says anything else is evil. Anyone who says anything like this is evil. Um, she's again blaming the Border Patrol for doing their jobs. By the way, an impossible jobs. Because of the failed policies of this administration. We didn't have this problem last year. A year ago today, we did not have this problem. 50,000 people were getting captured over the border. Now there's over 210,000 a day, a, a month that are getting captured over the, over the border. Don't forget, this broad is supposed to be the border czar dealing with this problem, and she hasn't even been to the border yet. Yes, I know, she stopped at El Paso. She was nowhere near the border. She doesn't know what's going on. They haven't been to Del Rio. No one's been to Del Rio. By the way, just to let you know, those officers that were caught in that video, they have been relieved of duty pending an investigation with pay. So these guys are doing their jobs, and now, again, less Border Patrol on the border to defend against illegal aliens who, by the way, are in this country illegally. Her last statement in this whole thing brings up a bunch of questions, though. And maybe you can answer them, because I can't. 
the first one is, why are we responsible for Haiti? Why is the United States the sole responsibility for Haiti? Aren't there other countries in the Western Hemisphere who can help with, the res- with that responsibility? Why is it the United States, uh, the American citizen needs to understand? I don't understand. And here's, here's a newsflash. I, I, I know it sounds cruel. I don't care about Haiti. If they want to come over here legally, I have no problem. They're great people. They work very hard. But if they, they got great accents. But if they want to come over here illegally, F them. Just like every other illegal immigrant. Just like every other criminal in the United States. F them. Get them off the streets. Get them out of the country. From what we can tell, the Haitians are not actually coming from Haiti. They're coming from Central and South America, as far south as Brazil. We know of some that are coming from Colombia. If that is the case, doesn't it mean they already have been accepted in other countries as refugees? That would mean they're not refugees in this country and that they are just illegal aliens, illegal aliens that are breaking our laws? And finally, doesn't this mean that they, because they stayed in a country that did accept accept them, couldn't they just stay in those countries? Why are they coming to the United States? I mean, obviously we're a horrid, racist, bigoted, xenophobic, uh, uh, homophobic, whatever, country. They shouldn't come here anyway. That leaves the last question. If this is such a horrid country, why let them in? And wouldn't you be doing a favor by kicking them out? We're such a bad country. I'm just saying. Reporters are really beginning to push back on this narrative because they need the racism thing. This is their wild card. They're losing the argument and racism seems to be the only thing no one responds to. So just call it racist. But even Texas Democrats who live there and have to deal with their constituents dealing with these crises along the Texas border, not just Texas, but Arizona, they're beginning to push back against this narrative. This is a clip from CNN CNN with Democratic Representative Henry, Henry Queller. The CNN host is Victor Blackwell, a black guy. Um, and he has to be corrected twice about what the Border Patrol was doing out there and that they weren't carrying whips and lassos. Listen to this crap. There, let me ask you about some of the, the images we're seeing of um, border guards on horseback um, uh, chasing or charging migrants on these horses. Uh, at least one appears to use uh, uh, what looks like a rope or a lasso. Uh, these are Haitians who have crossed into Mexico to buy food and ice because that's running out under the bridge and then cross back. Um, wh- what's your reaction to what you're seeing here? Well, you know, certainly we got to make sure we treat all the um, uh, immigrants with respect and dignity. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, Border Patrol has had those horse uh, brigades for a while. They've had them for a while, uh, number one. Number two, they don't carry whips, and they do not carry lassos. I think the picture you're talking about, at least the one I've seen, is uh, the rain, the rain of the horses. Uh, so and Should those again, be used? Should those well, be used, I, I, even if it's a rain? Well, uh, I, again, 
if there was a problem, it should be investigated, and I think that's it. But we cannot paint uh, the Border Patrol with the same type of paintbrush. Uh, look, you know, they, they what are they supposed to do? Just stand there and let everybody come in? Uh, you know, they're supposed to be enforcing the, the law. But again, as to how you enforce the law, you've got to make sure you treat people with dignity and respect. Yeah, but does the, enforcing the law require what you're seeing there? Is that well, the way again, that people should it, be treated? Yeah, uh, uh, again, uh, there w- that incident will be looked at. But again, that's not a whip. That is not a lasso. They do not carry that. That seems to be the reins and uh, the, from, uh, from the horse itself. You're creating a distinction between swinging a, a, a rein at, at someone versus a whip. Um, I don't know that, as we heard from the White House, that they make that distinction. Uh, let me ask you about um, all the other elements. Okay, this see, this shows you that the media is not listening. They don't care, okay? The media is, by the way, failing to create this new narrative. That's because people aren't buying this crap anymore. They want answers on what's really going on down there and what the president is doing. And by the way, you know what the president is doing? Besides, you know, putting Border Patrol agents who are trying to do the impossible job on suspension while croc investigations are happening. Do you know what's happening? They're releasing Haitians into the U.S. interior. The Biden administration won't admit this yet, but they're also not denying it. And it's been reported from inside the border patrol and uh, DHS that they are releasing these immigrants into the United States. I'll go a step further. Americans are losing sympathy and compassion for those who continue to flaunt our laws, like these illegal immigrants from all the southern border are doing no one really is giving a damn if someone i heard a, a a pundit today and very famous pundit is like okay if he is whipping them so what they don't belong here they're breaking the law now i won't go so far as to say that i won't go so far as to say he actually said that but he intimated it he was like uh they're breaking our laws and the only ones you guys can go out over go after is the border patrol for because they're all a bunch of racists and white men and by the way they're not all white men they're actually hispanics too maybe making contact with the reins of their horse against haitians that don't belong in this country is racist and similar to slavery no 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 this stuff is not holding water anymore and they've got to understand it's not holding water anymore. The Biden administration is actually losing just a lot of credibility. They're losing a ton of credibility. Well, the one of the things the Biden administration is doing is a lot of losing a lot of credibility is that they're not being real transparent. Do you guys notice that Joe Biden hasn't answered a question by the media in I don't know how long? I mean, just a straight question. Donald Trump used to go out there and just point at people and they would ask him questions. I mean, people, for example, I don't think anyone should ask Jim Acosta a question if he's a Republican president because the guy's just going to tear him apart. He's going to start start getting on his soapbox and giving a eulogy and all that crap. But Trump did ask him lots of questions. Do you know who else has noticed that Biden isn't answering any questions? The media. 
Yesterday, a complaint was filed by a group of the media, led by White House Correspondents Association President uh, Stephen Portnoy. Portnoy. This stemmed from a meeting that Biden had with British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Now, in this press conference, Boris Johnson actually answered about three questions. But in the middle of his question, before he finished, and then Joe Biden was going to be asked a question, Joe Biden's, Biden's handlers ended the press conference. Listen to this. It's insane. Closed border again. And that, that is absolutely right. And, uh, and I, I, on that point, Joe, you know, we are, we are completely at one. And I think nobody wants to see anything that uh, interrupts or uh, unbalances the, the Belfast Good Friday Accords. That's the uh, Belfast Good Friday Agreement. That's, that's the... I have no idea. I <laughs> hope the microphone got it. <laughs> I know. Two British reporters get questions. Did anyone ask him? They cut off Joe Biden and Boris Johnson right in the middle of Joe Biden's answer because Joe Biden was answering when uh, Boris Johnson was answering. Talk about insulting. And, hey, whatever. So Ed O'Keefe report, he's a reporter, quote, he said this on Twitter, in the Oval Office at POTUS, Biden, and British PM Boris Johnson meet a dis to discuss pandemic trade and other issues. Johnson took three questions. White House aides shouted down U.S. attempts to ask questions. I asked Biden about the southern border, and we couldn't decipher what he said. In a statement, the complaint, the complaint by Portnoy stated, quote, the entire editorial component of the U.S. pool went immediately into Jen Psaki's office to register a formal complaint that no American reporters were recognized for questions in the president's Oval Office, and that Wranglers loudly shouted over the president as he seemed to give an answer to Ed O'Keefe's questions about the situation of the southern border. Biden's answer could not be heard over the shouting. Saki was unaware that the incident occurred. Of course, she was aware. She didn't care, and she needs to lie, because that's what they do, and suggested that she was not in a position to offer an immediate solution. So Jen Saki gets a, this question quite a bit, and it's always the same answer. Why isn't Joe Biden holding formal press conferences without scripts, which means not people he's supposed to call. And she says, no, he answers questions several times a week. No, he answers questions several times a week when he's just walking around. If he's going to Air Force One or if he's going to the helicopter or whatever. So that's just a flat-out lie. He does not have any formal press conferences. And his, his press conferences are scripted, he has the questions beforehand, and he calls on specific reporters. And every once in a while, he will answer a reporter that is not pro-Joe Biden. 
and it ends up bad. And so he stopped doing that. He doesn't even do that anymore. Anytime a question, even at those impromptu question and answer periods, his handlers will shuffle him off and cut off the reporter before, or his mic is just cut. And he is not allowed to answer any questions. I can't remember the last time he held a press conference that wasn't scripted by his handlers. So some of the reporters complaining, and this is something, uh, Ashley Parker of the Washington Post, not exactly a right-wing paper, sat there and said, quote, worth noting that Biden ran for office promising to restore democracy after four years of Trump, but today is the British, prime, uh, British leader, not the American one, who spotlighted a key tenet of a flourishing democracy, respect for free press by taking questions from the press corps. That's a hard one to take. Stephen Miller of The Spectator, also not a right-wing rag. Joe Biden has not taken or answered a single question regarding the border, FDA boosters getting shut down, and the drone strike that killed seven kids. His aide shut down reporters and herds them out of the rooms, and the press complies with them. Jennifer Jakes, Jacobs of Bloomberg, again, not a right-wing magazine. Biden aides shout over the president in the Oval Office trying to prevent a back and forth between the president and the press corps. Andrew Rustesia of the Wall Street Journal. A chaotic scene in the Oval Office today as Boris Johnson unexpectedly took questions from British reporters and White House aides shouted over American reporters as we tried to ask Biden questions. I'm surprised it took so long for the, the, the media to start complaining about this. I mean, all we've been hearing about during his campaign was that how how transparent Joe Biden was going to be. And this really just shows he's not real transparent. He's not transparent at all. He's inaccessible. I would say he's as inaccessible as Woodrow Wilson was when he had a stroke and was incapacitated for the last few months of his presidency when his wife and his doctor took over running the country. Question. Who's running the country right now? Well, so much for transparency. So much for transparency. Okay, and in this last story, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little shocked by this. Um, in one of the dumber things the government can do, law enforcement agencies, both local and federal, have decided to purchase drones for law enforcement agencies. This includes the FBI, which bought nine of those drones. The company they bought the drones from uh, is from a Chinese com company called DJI. Now, as a point of transparency, I own two G DJI drones. I, I fly them all the time. They're fantastic pieces of machinery. They really are. They're fantastic. I've never had a problem with a DJI drone. But I don't use mine for law enforcement purposes. I use them for fun, and I'm flying over the ocean looking for sharks. I'm real simple. Not a lot the Chinese want with my drone. I also own a Lenovo computer. These are IBM-based computers. I think they're fantastic pieces of machinery, but they are IBM technology. And it's made by a company, Lenovo, that's a Chinese company. These computers are not permitted for the U.S. government work because the Chinese, in the older models of these, would stick chips and software in them that allowed the company to record and gather data. I had to look this up. 
to verify that this was still, it's still illegal to own a Lenovo in a government agency. And guess what? Yes, it is. But here's the thing. The United States, and this is what bothers me. DJI, great drones. Okay, great drones. Love them. I'm about to buy another DJI drone. All right, but I'm not doing, I'm not working for the United States government. I don't use these for law enforcement. I really don't use these for anything. But here's the thing. The United States invented the technology that made drones. And all of the technology that goes into drones. Even today, the Chinese, the Russians, and the Iranians are dying to get a hold of one of our drones to learn what we are doing to them and how they work and what their capabilities are. In Afghanistan, these countries are already bidding to get a hold of the drones the Taliban took because Joe Biden left them behind. I think there are two or three of them. I'm pretty sure Boeing and Raytheon would love to get paid to make small drones that will be used by our law enforcement. They'll make thousands of them. They'll even invent, I guarantee you, they'd even invent a department that makes them if they could get a few hundred million dollars for them. We also know these countries spy on us. They want to know our procedures. They want to see our idiosyncrasies like crime and how we investigate crime. They want to see what we do. They use this stuff against us. For example, if we're having problems with race, they use that against us. If we're having a crime problem, they use that against us. They want to see all this stuff. They also want to learn about our techniques by just reading the requirements of the purchases that the United States government makes on this drone tells them what we're actually using these drones for. Finally, the FBI is buying, buying this stuff. They know what China does, or at least they should. They did when I worked for a defense contractor. We can't tell anymore with the way the scandals that the FBI is working in the last couple of years, whether they really know or not, or they care. And that brings, up, that brings me to my conspiracy theory. Now, I wasn't even going to bring this up, but I thought, no, I'm going to bring it up because it may not be too much. It seems like lately all the conspiracy theories that are being brought up are coming true. So maybe this conspiracy theory is going to make me look like freaking Nostradamus and people are going to sit there and say, oh, Gene said this six months ago. Question, is our law enforcement, including federal law enforcement agencies working with the Chinese government? Are they trying to gain tips from the Chinese government? This may be this may seem really far-fetched. Um, but let's take a look at what big tech is doing with China. Companies like Google and Facebook are working with China to sharpen their social score algorithms. Google and Facebook are censoring content in China. And what's scary is they're doing the same thing here. Any tech company that is working for the Chinese government must turn over their technology to be reviewed by the government. Google's doing that. Facebook is doing that. Another piece of evidence that the government might be working with the Chinese is the protection they receive from the government. All this talk about China being the enemy seems to be more rhetoric than anything else. It's just talk. 
No action is being taken. China released a virus. I don't know whether it's accidentally or on purpose, but they released a virus. That's not conspiracy theory. That shut down our entire country. And the world, for that matter. And no one is doing anything about it. And no one so much as shrugs when China refuses to cooperate. So we can figure out what happened. Is it possible China is not the enemy of the United States and the government? How about this? They are the enemy of the United States. They're not the enemy of the federal government. Is it possible they're not the enemy of the federal government? That has to be a question now. And then maybe the United States is working with China. The federal authorities are working with China. It has to raise a question because why in the hell would they buy drones from China? I don't know. Think about it. Okay, that's it. Uh, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you on Friday. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.